Yo, what's up, guys? We are the White Potatoes. Who gives a fuck about a movie? <laughs> that was pretty good, huh? That was pretty good. I could, dude, I can almost be Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he said, right? I, I think so. It's been a little, it's been a minute. Okay, well, uh, if you couldn't tell from that sick fucking intro. <laughs> We're covering uh, Scream 6. That's number 6. You heard us right. Seis in Spanish. Pinchy seis, full. <laughs> Fucking six ghost face killers, full. Sorry oh. we're a little late on Scream 6 train, but somebody didn't watch it in time. Yeah, sorry. That's my fault. Uh, I had to watch it. Bootlegged copy. Don't catch me, uh, internet. But uh, I watched it. Did you watch it or did you just listen to it? Oh, I watched it. Oh, okay. I, that's why it took me four days. <laughs> if I listened to it, it would have taken me fucking just the two hours or whatever it was but yeah i tried to actually watch it and i had to watch it in pieces like while working yeah so it was kind of just on and i'd watch it and then uh i'd have to pause it and get back to work do all that bullshit yeah you know you know you know how that work yeah but it was tight um i'm really excited to talk about it just because it's another scream movie to talk about and it's good it's pretty damn good yeah like i enjoyed it a lot i had i didn't have high hopes going in because no sydney yeah no sydney no scream you know but i was just like i'll watch it i get that and then i was just surprised by it like i say this a lot like, this movie has no right being this good yeah but it to your point though it, it just uh i wouldn't say it, it like got better um i'd say it stayed it, it's plateaued and it stayed pretty flat at least since five for me yeah um this one was pretty gruesome like you were when we talked about it originally because you had seen it and i asked your opinion obviously on it um you were like yo the kills fucking kills are fucking great. tight and i i didn't i do not disagree they're so fun yeah that one scene you told me about got me fucking jazzed on it and right as i saw it i was like yeah which one fucking sick dude where they uh they clean the knife and sink oh Favorite part of my, like, it takes, like, an hour and 45 to get there, yeah. but when that happens, makes the movie worth the, worth the price of admission. That was 150% probably my favorite part, too. Yeah, I was just all, like, I don't remember how many people were in my theater. It was a Thursday showing. It was, like, a, I took the day off, I think. Yeah. And so it was, like, Thursday at, like, 1 in the afternoon. Fuck and so yes. there wasn't a lot of people in there, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go see this. You watch it by yourself? Yeah. Oh, no, it was Friday. Shit, I took that Friday dude. off. So it was Friday at 1 in the afternoon. So it wasn't a lot of people in there. So it was like me and like six other people. Ooh, and when that happened, it was all quiet. And it was, oh, <laughs> me. So that was satisfying. That was fucking tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, if you guys haven't seen this and don't want to uh, get it spoiled, then stop listening about three minutes ago. <laughs> but uh, anyway, here's... I'll, Let's do some quick info Fucking a. for these guys. All right, number info. Scream 6 was released on March 10th, 2023, and was directed by Tyler Gillett and Matt Bettinelli-Olpin. The film stars Jenna Ortega, Melissa Barrera, Jack Champion, Hayden Panettiere, Samara Weaving, Samara, Samara, Samara. Courtney Cox, uh, Mason Gooding, and Liana Liberto. The film had a budget of $35 million and went on to make $167 million. Damn. That's solid. Good. It really doesn't take much. I bet most of that is like obviously casting and then just blood. Yeah, you don't have a lot of. You're not you're not doing uh, end game level effects here. Yeah. So yeah, you can always make a decent horror movie for twenty Close million. To nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which this one, a hundred percent solid. I'll give it a solid. What was the budget for five? I don't. I think it was more than this. Was it? Um, you know though too. Maybe maybe yeah, because of the. A little bit of bigger names. I was thinking about uh, what's it called? The um, Jenna Ortega now. Um, oh yeah, she's gonna get a little pricey. Now she start yeah, budget was twenty four million oh, for five, so it's even bad. less, dude. Which is kind of wild. I bet you all that went to the old cast now. Yeah. But huh. which Jenna Ortega, dude? I get it. Like everyone's hyped on Wednesday, but. Like in in this movie specifically, I'm just like, and eh, she's just another act- actress. Dude. I love I love in this movie, even though she's like blowing up other way, uh, 
like other places. She's yeah. still like secondary character. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. So it's main focus isn't necessarily on her, but yeah. it's like yeah, she she isn't a bad actress. Don't get me wrong. I just she's not my favorite. I guess. Really? Yeah. Even on Wednesday, I was just like, ah, she's fine. You know, a lot of people are like all yeah, about she's it. Fine. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her better in X. Ooh. Same Z's. <laughs> Shouts out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but overall, I think it, I mean, $167 million, dude, you made almost uh, six times, 600%, almost. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Closer to five, I they guess. Yeah. yeah. They did pretty well, considering this movie was, like, marketed, marketed like, out the fucking wazoo. Yeah. Like, I, I think every day I'd sent you, like, a different fucking poster they made. Dude, they're... The posters, though, favorite part, a hundred percent. I love seeing yeah, posters. There's, they did, they did very well on these ones. Oh, dude, and I actually saw a poster for seven. If they decide to do a seven, uh-huh. but it was like a fan one. It was probably one of the coolest posters I've seen. Nice. It had a, it had two knives going through the um, ghost face mask uh-huh. in the shape of a seven, Ooh. and I was like, "Fuck, that's tight." I'll have to show you. Yeah, um, I don't know if I would be cool with a seven. Just the way this one ends, like it puts a nice bow on this, these yeah. characters, I think. But um, um, yeah, no, I don't, I, don't, I definitely don't. But I, don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing them again in like a, ugh, not again, type yeah. deal. Yeah, definitely one of those things. It's like, and eh, do I really want another one? Yeah. So. But all right, let's jump into the synopsis of Scream Six. Four survivors of the Ghostface murders leave Woodsboro behind for a fresh start in New York City. However, they soon find themselves in a fight for their lives when a new killer embarks on a bloody rampage. Ooh, I like that. Oh, yeah, I like that. I don't even know if it's on there. We're going to have to go into the deep webs of the... Uh, the Twitterverse? The Twitter. Ooh. Very careful. Don't be. Can't oh, fuck. Be. Oh. Uh-oh. Damn, you got hello followers. You know how much I got? Not a lot because they probably seen my likes. <laughs> that's why i follow you beef oh. just for the likes baby dog my likes are see raunchy yeah see all mine are uh what all of my likes because i'm married um are definitely like art and video game stuff so mine are because i'm single just uh <laughs> just nasty the nasty the nastiest shit you can uh, think of i can't help it well i can but I'm surprised I still have followers left from all the likes I have. Dude, that's my favorite <laughs> shit. It's so funny. Because my feed is just like your feed, except I can't you, like it. You can't it. like it. Yeah, it's understandable. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Since while he's looking for that, I'll I'll do, uh, I'll do jump into the statistics. If I could figure out how to work a mouse. Here we go. Statistics. The tomato meter gave it a 77%. Average rating is 6.7 out of 10. Total ratings of 282, 217 being fresh, and 65 being rotten. The audience gave it a 91%, four point, uh, average rating of 4.5 out of 5. Total ratings of more than 2,500. IMDb gave it a 7.1 out of 10. Metacritic gave it a 61%. And 91% of Google users like this film. Ooh. Oh, I see it now. Oh, that's great. See? Uh, I, I even Googled that, and I couldn't find it on Google. But this is fucking tight. That looks sick. And I like the, the legacy ends. <laughs> that would be tight. Yeah. Only in theaters 2025. I fucks with it. I actually kind of like that poster. Anyway, what do you feel about those scores, dude? That spread's kind of different. Yeah, like you would think the the critics and stuff would give it like a little bit of. I would assume a higher one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, critic critics with the lower score, fourteen percent less. Yeah, is that right? Is my math mathing? Well, no, um, tell me. Yeah, it is. Fourteen. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, 14% from the critics to the audience, and the audience being higher. Am I surprised? Not necessarily. I thought that they would have given it a higher score, though, yeah. personally. Um, and then 91% of Google users, that's high as fuck, mm-hmm. which is solid. And I'm into that. I'm into that solid. That solid state. That solid wieners. All right, <laughs> critics positive reviews. Critics positive reviews. It may fumble the premise and more unique moments with its disappointing reveal, but Scream 6 is certainly a step in the right direction for the franchise. A step? True. God dang. A, How many more steps we got? A stab in the right direction. Ooh, more like it. they should have done that. 
wasted. <laughs> anyway, number two, a fun sequel that effectively amps up the violence and meanness of the kills and centers on a strong sibling dynamic, though it doesn't pull the swings it needs to make this a memorable film. No, I say huh. it's... That's kind of an on-the-fence positive. Yeah, but... it's more memorable, I think, than like four. Okay. Four or three. Four was kind of... Four, I, I remember liking... I believe it was Sydney's sister was one of the killers or something like that. It was uh, her or, niece. Yeah, but she was like tired of the spotlight always being on Sydney, so yeah. she was like going crazy. I did like that uh-huh. because it was like, I don't know. I, I really like when people have a reason to be the, doing the kill, a good motive, a good motive, or just just because. Mm-hmm. That's my like because you're an actual fucking psychopath. Yeah, but the motive thing is just definitely uh, it's different. It's good though. I don't know. And this one, I think the motive was cool. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to get yeah, at. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get at. This is like, yeah, a really good and exact sequel. Yep. To five. Yeah. 150%. Yeah, like six months have gone by and now we're in New York. Yeah, That's what I feel. Which is so tight. I fuck I fucks with Fucking that. Fucking A. All right, number three. Another sequel in the super self-aware franchise that finds itself rebooting again with just enough familiar, familiarity and predictable retreats mixed with fresh jolts of horror in what is an often seen-it-all-before genre. Right. I mean, that's fine. I wouldn't call it necessarily a reboot. Continuation, uh, though, 150%. But I love in the in 5 how they're just like, it's a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> or Yeah, what do they call it? It's like a, you have the old players. A requel? A requel, yeah. yeah. That's why I like that. I like how it references that too. It's like, oh shit, we're in a franchise. We're in a franchise. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. How did, did you, you said you guessed one of the killers or? Yeah. I guessed one too. I think we guessed the opposites. opposites. Yeah. Cause I was like, when that happened, I was like, oh, it's him. Obviously yeah. it's him. Yeah. So I actually guessed the girl. Yeah. So spoiler again. Um, one of the killers is a girl. If you can tell. Yeah. But anyway, the girl immediately, like, when she died, yeah. I was like, she ain't fucking dead, dude. I shouldn't, I should have thought of that, too, because I was like, you didn't see a body. Or you, I was like, you didn't see a body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And every time I'm like, if I, you have to see body in the ground in a casket, and then that's when you know they're dead. Yep. Other than that, I was just like, I didn't think, I was, I was along for the ride. That's yeah. why I was just like, fuck, she's dead. I was, like, I was so focused on, like, trying to figure out who, and... To my point, too, though, I did re-watch certain parts, like, three times. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So, it was like, oh, she's, she's 100%. Like, she's one of the killers, dude. Yeah. Just, like, her whole demeanor, I was like, she's a killer. And then one of the dudes that they try to make... Well, the dude that they try to make it seem like he's just a red herring the whole time. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> so, and that's who you guessed, right? Was yeah, it, I guess. Was the dude? The brother, yeah. yeah. The brother-sister combo, but I was like... For some reason, when they get attacked in the apartment, and then he like shows up, like, "What's happening?" And I was yeah. like, "It's him." Yeah. And he's like, "No, I was in study hall all night. They could vouch for it." And I was just like, "I don't care. It's him." Yeah. <laughs> See, and like the uh, there, I I knew there was a dynamic there for for like the cop. Uh-huh. So I was even thinking for a second, I was like, "Ooh, fucking maybe Hayden Pan- Panettiere." Yeah. But then right as like they go into the art gallery or whatever, yeah. And then she goes missing. I was like, "It's not her." One hundred and fifty percent. You wouldn't just fucking, you wouldn't do that in this movie. But I um, still, I love. This was really well done to where like she put us in a kill box. Yeah. And I was like, she wouldn't the only person who know. And I was like, oh fuck, maybe it is. I was like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that twist or it's yeah. her next. Which I, I thought that would have been cool. Yeah. But then you figure out it's actually the dad. Oh, who's the da- yeah! Like I love the involved. whole. It it came back around to where the killer from the number five, his father was so distraught of his son being killed that he took up his son's mantle yeah. and roped in his his other kids. Yeah, his daughter and his son, which is so fucking to tight. fucking avenge your brother to bring them bring the real killers to justice. Yeah, which. That beginning, too, where you have uh, that homeboy who ends up killing. It's like, oh, we got to finish his movie. Yeah. It's like they're trying to finish his movie. His fr- but then the siblings are like, no, fuck you. Yeah, this is our... F- we're, we're avenging our brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, ooh, fuck. I like the whole beginning, too. I do like that, too. When he when he was fucking stabbing her in the alleyway, and I was like, oh, my fucking God, this yeah. is rough. Yeah. <laughs> it was aggressive. Yeah. And then I love the whole... The bait and switch where he like he stabs her and then immediately takes his mask off. Yeah. And I was like, no way. Yeah. This can't be it. This can't be that easy. 
That was so good. It's so fun though, because he had two different. Because technically, it could have been that guy. Yeah, like, he could have been the killer in this one, but no. And the, you get that little twist, and it's like, I'm in your apartment, kind of thing, right now, or whatever. Yeah, he's like, quit I don't playing remember how. Yeah, that line quit, went. Quit but, playing around. Yeah, but I did like that. Who gives a fuck about a movie and then kills him? I'm yeah. Like, Ooh, that's tight. That was thug. Thug nasty. <laughs> did I finish this? No, oh shit! Sorry. Number four. Yes. Okay. The franchise manages to stay entertaining with freshly inventive horror sequences, but its failure to adhere to its own self-professed rules for who should die in a sequel spells trouble and could spell further problems, which we'll talk about that later. Let me finish this. Number five. (laughs) There are some gruesome and high-stakes sequences. They tap into franchise rules with big budget, big cast, but also subverted expectations and do the opposite of what you'd expect. The Scream franchise gets more bolder and more creative as it goes along. Yes. I like that. Which, yeah, in this one you see, like, a kill with a gun. Yeah, that was right. I thought was interesting. Right in the beginning. Not in the beginning, but. Pretty close, too. Uh Uh-huh. That was rough. I I thought that was pretty rugged, too, just how fucking aggressive it is. Yeah, I love how, I loved how this, the new ghost face just, like, didn't give a fuck. Yep. I'm all about that, mm-hmm. dude. I love the mask, too. I, I've been a fan of, like, these fucking rustic masks. Yeah. You know? Oh, they're all different. Yeah. yeah. All the whole... They're aging. The aging of... Yeah, they're just getting older and older. Yeah. The more you get along. Yeah, because that was kind of like Halloween. But then the last Halloween movie was... So sad. <laughs> I'm so... I'm still mad about did it, we? honestly. We didn't podcast that one, did we? I don't know. I don't think we... Yeah, we did. Did we? We had to have... Yeah, we did. Was Javier here? I think so. I think we did it with Javier. I don't know. I think we did. or he, I don't know if he was here, but I think we talked about it. Or maybe he was supposed to be here and then didn't, didn't come yeah, here. Yeah, classic Flake Town. Wow. Flake Town population, wow, that guy. Javier. Yeah, Halloween ends. Right oh, there. my Lord. So we did. 56 minutes. It is. <laughs> we talked 56 minutes about how much we... I enjoyed it, and then the more I thought about it, the more I didn't. Yeah. Sorry, that was like me with the uh, the last Star Wars trilogy that we got. Mm-hmm. It was like that first movie. I was like, yeah, it was all right. And then we started talking about it on the way home, and I'm like, fuck, that movie kind of sucked. I hate that. Uh, I hate it when I'm like, yeah, I loved it. And then the more and the more I, I talk about it and dwell on it, and I'm like, yeah, this movie's not good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, my rose-colored glasses uh, can only be on for so long dude. until I see the cracks. That one, that one is a rough one though, because we wanted to love it so much. Because it want it, it had so much potential. It could have been there, and then they're just like, "No, nah, let's just fucking fuck off, everyone." <laughs> let's amp up this fight between Lori and Michael Myers, and then have it the last. Those was most minutes. boring shit. I'm so mad how they ended that. I would have rather had them both just die. Should have personally. Yeah, they should have both just killed each other. Yep. That's the only way it could have ended. Yeah. Because you can't be, yeah. Good fucking, oh. Don't even get me started, dude. <laughs> All right. I'm so mad. Let's just, uh, let's just go on to these critics and eggs since we're already in a bad mood. <laughs> critics negative reviews. Don't expect any newfound intelligent dialogue or character development, but, but there's much, uh, there's, but there's much character assassination in more ways than one. What Scream 6 brings to horror fans is enough blood and gore to make you feel like you need a shower afterwards. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. That that sounds like it's not. That sounds vaguely positive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, I've always appreciated the humor in these films, but the but by the time things go whole, wholly over the top in the finale this time, the joking has run its course. Okay. Yeah, like I feel like that because there's like it's the the brother and the sister in the the protagonists. Mm-hmm. Who are like the comic reliefs, and I'm just like, they're not landing their jokes, I guess. I get you. Yeah, like we're in this funny, and I'm just like, ugh, quit trying to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're you're pushing it, and I'm like, yeah, you're not that funny. But anyways, number three, too cliche riddled in irony, irony poison to avoid collapsing into exactly the sort of artificial franchise extension Craven would have slashed to ribbons. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. I feel like he would like. He would like these. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been fine. Like, it's not like these scores are fucking miserable anyway, mm-hmm. though. And I don't know. It's not. It didn't do 
what like let's say um, a nightmare on elm street did yeah you know it didn't just completely flop it's at least holding up some sort of legacy yeah since it's a franchise i feel like he would have liked it because it was a fresh pair of eyes on an old franchise yeah and it wasn't a bad one it wasn't a bad one though of course sorry keep going all right number four (laughs) this just isn't enough juice behind the stagecraft this the screen movies have thrived because they've always stayed one step ahead of the source material uh, but as the franchise grows more bloated, they risk becoming their own punchline. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And number five, the only notable development is how rapidly a, a satirical skewering of genre formulas can become thuddingly form, formulaic. Hmm. Okay. I do. What I am kind of getting tired of is like the girl explaining, like, no, we're in a franchise. Oh, we're this. Yeah, they 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 break the fourth wall and they're just Every like, time. we're this. This here's the rules of this and that. Yeah. And uh, it's always the people. It's always, it's not us. It's the new people. Yeah. <laughs> and they were right for the most part. They just had to figure out who was who. Yeah. Wasn't the love interest, right? Yeah. Boring. Sad. I'm fucking boring. I felt so, bad for her. Dude. Yeah. Just because her yeah. death was just like, you go. She's just sitting there just bleeding out. And I'm just like, oh my God. That was rough. At that window. Oh, dude. Her death was fucking, yeah. Like, she could have just bled out. And then I was like, I'm trying to climb across this ladder. Nope, I fall. Oh, hi, dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like, oh, God, it, had, it got worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're thinking it's just going to. She's just going to hit the ground. Like, no. <laughs> just like, oh, fuck. That's fucking funny. I love it. You know what else I love? Audience positive reviews. Let's go. Audience positive reviews. Number one. I had low expectations for this next installment in the Scream franchise, but with a new location and fresh faces, it actually makes for a compelling whodunit slasher flick. Yes. Did you write this, Beef? No, I wish I did. (laughs) It sounds like you, dude. (laughs) Number two, action-packed horror thriller continues with the saga and the twisty events that always portrays who is seemingly the con behind the mask. Thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Number three, go see this movie. I loved it. It's one of my new favorite horror movies. It's everything I want in a Scream movie. And in one of the clips, someone is watching Jason Takes Manhattan, which was a perfect idea from Paramount since they made Friday the 13th. So 10 out of 10. That's kind of a fun fact in there, I guess. I guess. Which I never saw Jason Takes Manhattan. He's in New York for like 10 minutes. Oh. It's like Halloween ends. No shit. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, it takes place mainly like, how the fuck does it go? Nez is probably mad at me because I don't know how this one goes. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a fucking Friday the 13th nut, huh? Yeah, it takes place mainly on a boat. Okay. Because they're heading to New York or some shit. They're going to like a school school something. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Sorry, Nez. I don't remember this movie. I've seen it once. I had the VHS for like 10 years Ooh, shit. when I was a kid. And then I watched it finally. And I was just like, I don't know what's happening. I don't honestly. I, I think we, Jason and I, shout out Jason, uh, we started watching all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, mm-hmm. and I don't remember probably ninety percent of them, dude. I remember I, Jason X. I just rem- <laughs> yeah, I just remember he like it takes place ma- mainly on a boat, and then they get to New York, and he's there for like fifteen minutes. And that was it. Yeah, oh. and then a black guy tries to fight him, and oh. he gets his head knocked off. Ooh, shit! Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Pretty much. Um, and then he gets run over by a car. <laughs> I do. I do remember the remake though of Friday the Thirteenth because it had. I, I'm not, pretty sure I've talked about that quote a the, lot. The nipple placement. The nipple placement, Doc. <laughs> you have such good nipple placement. You have such good nipple placement, and then he gets fucking killed. I'm like, tight. That's that still the good. best quote. It wasn't bad. I don't remember it being bad. I loved it because he ran. Yeah. He, like, full sprint. See, and I hated Halloween 2 from Rob Zombie, though, because he ran. Michael Myers ran in that one. I liked the, That made me. The upset. one thing I liked about the, the his Michael Myers was, like, he made noises. Like yeah. he grunted and shit. And was, I was Made like, him oh. more like human. Yeah, and I, was like, I like. I kind of like that. Honestly, his first movie, I'm not gonna say I didn't like it because I actually did like it. Yeah, but it was also like a beat for beat remake. Um, I really like that one. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Teach, and then you see Juni Cortez get fucked up. Good. <laughs> and now he's married to Megan Trainer. Gross. <laughs> All about that base, more like tree branch, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> Number four, a very enjoyable movie. The twist actually did surprise me. I will say the only major complaint that I have is that outside of two sequences, the setting of New York added nothing to the story, uh, which is fine. They're trying to get out, get to a new place, but mm-hmm. that's okay. That's still a positive review, so yeah. take it. 
Uh, number five, Scream 6 is another victory for the franchise that continues to flesh out its newer characters while still adding more dimension to a couple of old ones. It plays it a bit safe this time, but that doesn't keep it from being a highly entertaining ride. Yes. Okay. Very much so. I like that. All right. Audience negative reviews. and I Audience negative reviews. I did not get to watch... It. I did not get to watch my movie. AMC did the most they did the most and did not inform anyone and's per procrastinated, procrastinated to give me back my money. This is like a theater problem, <laughs> not a movie problem. <laughs> I do not recommend going there unless you're 18 and older and and with an I'd, 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 ID would rather go to movie tavern. This is a theater problem. That's, this the, is like... that's the worst review I've ever seen. I'm going to have to get another one. Go ahead, Beef. You continue. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is a you problem and a theater problem, not a movie problem, you fucking idiot. This is why this platform gives us terrible, terrible <laughs> reviews. Because they allow people like this on there. Number two. All right. It was okay. It was a little predictable. Plus, certain characters had plot armor. Yeah, I'll give them that. So that right there... I want to talk about the plot. That. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Definitely the weakest of the franchise. No, no, no. Uh, I do not know why it made so much, but still better than Halloween ends. Oh, Ooh, good choice. Did you write this one? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but mine would have been positive. Yeah. Number three, this movie put this movie put me to sleep. Oh no. Ooh. Oh wait, no. But you, you're at work. You couldn't sleep at work. It was that bad. I used to I used to love the Scream movies, but with no Nev Campbell, it was pointless. The scares are cheap and the characters are bland. I'd rather watch Hellraiser a million times. Ooh, which, which one? one? Yeah, that's the question. <laughs> uh, number four. It comes down to me. Oh, the film comes down to me because of how weak and meaningless it is. The ending where the friends live after being stabbed several times was icing on the cake of failure. Or is the icing up on the cake of failure? Okay. So we we could talk about that now, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Certain characters had plot armor. Plot armor. Dude, the I twins. Like that. Yeah. Dude, that was so stupid. I I didn't like the boyfriend getting stabbed like six million fucking yeah. times. That was like that's <laughs> before the the double knife clean, which is cool. Yeah. But they're both holding him by the arms. He's spread out like a scarecrow, and they're just fucking knifing going him. to town. Yeah. No. No slow in and out they're just fucking yeah <laughs> going and i was just like holy fuck and then he was i was like yeah he's dead for sure and then then, then he shows which, up which sucks because he was like new love interest for jenna ortega which i was like yeah good for her yeah nope get fucked <laughs> and then afterwards we're like we got a live one here and it's him and i'm like oh god how there's no fucking way i would have been like I would have took off my oxygen mask and be like, I'm really tired of getting fucking stabbed. Because in the in five, he got knifed up harder too. Yeah. In the back, he could have been fucking paralyzed. That guy should have been dead. A lot. For sure. I would have been like, God damn, Neil. Yeah. Like, are you good? <laughs> he, uh... I, that just pissed me off because I was like, there's no way, dude, of all the kills in this movie, that was probably like, number two, the harshest one that you would have like... Oh, he's definitely dead. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's alive. It's like I just love that. We got a live one here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. And I then, wonder who it is. <laughs> yeah. And then his sister on the subway. Because yeah. like she gets stabbed in the belly and she they make the move like he twisted the blade. Yeah. Which is like super death sentence. Yeah. Cause you can't you, you, there's no sewing any of that up. Yeah. That's exactly. why and then she like comes running in. I figured out who the killers are. And I was like, bitch, you should be face down <laughs> in the morgue. Straight up. Which that scene was, I really liked the way that scene was shot. Uh huh. Because it's just like that, that normal like tension. All you can hear is the fucking train. Yeah. There's like no music. There's nothing there, and it's just the train. And then you have the fucking killer just staring at him. And you're like, fuck, mm -hmm. is it the killer? Is it not the killer? But you know it's the yeah. Killer. That was a really good anxiety-inducing one. Yeah. Where you're just like, who the fuck's going on? I really like that part. Which I didn't mind her like because they established like a legacy killer, like legacy characters can die too. Yep. Everyone's dead, and then I was like, I wouldn't mind either him or her dying would have been yeah. fine. They both should have died, though. Let's yeah. be real. Stop bringing people back. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I just didn't like what she just came running up. Oh my god, is everyone okay? And I was like, What the fuck? Bitch, you didn't die. Yeah. Did you put a finger in your knife wound and walk to the hospital? Yeah. What happened? <laughs> 
That was pretty. pretty but funny. I did like uh, their nickname. Was it the Core Four? The Core Four, yeah. Yeah, where he was just like, he was half dead and he's like, Four. He's like, The Core Four is still alive. And I've been like, Yeah, I'm moving away from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Nova Scotia to the, where no one could fucking find me because I'm tired of getting fucking stabbed in the belly 10 times. I really like the, uh, the killer room, though, where it has like all the fucking. Um, ghost face killer masks yeah. and all the costumes, I guess, uniforms. What is it? Is it a job? Now, anyway, um, where everything was displayed, I was yeah. like, that's kind of fucking tight. It was. I, I honestly wish, though, too, with the, the sister who she's like, oh, I liked killing. Mm-hmm. What would be kind of cool is if it would, like, I don't know, if she actually did become a killer or something. I was like, I think that'd be fun. At the ending shot where they're just like, she has the mask on her. Yeah. And I was just like, please no. Yeah. Like, you spent two movies, like, overcoming that. Yep. Instead of, like, embracing it. And I was just like, oh. Yeah, if I, she takes the mask, this is going to be fucking stupid. Yeah, it would have been so dumb. And then finally the sister was like, you coming? And she's like, yeah. Drops the mask. Yeah. Which, my stinger, drops the mask. One, two, three. Hands pick it up. Ooh. Somebody. There. Yeah, so you can get a seven if you really. Yeah, want you can to. get a seven if you see someone in like the same Doc Martens he's wearing, just like like stand over it and then bend down to pick up the mask. That'd be tight. I'm like, ooh, there we go. There's your stinger for seven, baby. Yeah, I'm hoping if they do make a seven, though, like I don't know. There's got to be there's got to be a way to end this shit. Yeah. If this isn't it, then it, yeah, end like it. like just I said, like it. that that fan made poster were yeah, what is it, Legacy Ends or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's which I really like that poster still. Oops, let's see. The legacy. Ends. The legacy ends. See, that would be a good tease for the final. That one's so sick. The dude. final seven. I'm save that because I like that. All right. Well, do we two more? Finish it? No, we're gonna oh. do this and we'll do another one. Oh my gosh, let's do it. It's the idiot who fucking did the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do this one. Plot holes. The script for <laughs> a script for the CW and convoluted plot line, all highlighting. That this franchise really ended with Scream 4. Please, no more. Just start fresh. They Ooh. did. It's called Scream 5. You watch yeah. it? Scream Scream 5 was better than Scream 4, for sure. See, I, I liked 1, 2, 3 was E, 4 was E, 5 was good, and 6 were good. Yeah. So, 3 and 4, in my opinion, were the weakest ones. True. But, you know. To each his own, I guess. First one's still a fucking goat. Still... 10 out of 10, 100 out of 1,000. Yep. Just kidding. That's a bad score. That's a great a score. 1,000. So, sounds like an Emberlin score, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, good for you. Yeah. What is it out of 100? <laughs> 6 million? Okay. Yeah. 1,000 out of 1,000. It's just perfect. Yep. And the last one will go with... Uh, you would think after the first five movies, they would understand the concept of not breaking the rules they set for themselves. Since when was... Uh, since when was steadying repetitive in the movie series the best route or st- steadying repetitive? Hmm. Staying repetitive? You're staying, yeah, maybe. Since when was staying repetitive in the movie series the best route to retain views? Mm. It's, I mean, kind of. I mean, you you, can't, you have different stuff going on. It's, yeah. It's not beat for beat, but yeah, it kind of stays on the same path, but it is also the same movie. I mean, you're watching it. To watch people die in oh, different yeah. ways because it's fun. All right, beef. What would you have given it? Tomato meter seventy-seven. Audience ninety-one. What, what's your score? Audience ninety-one. I had a good time. Yeah. I'm regardless, go, regardless of plot armor, like it's still yeah. really good. I'm gonna go ninety. Ninety. I'm gonna give it one point less just because that guy didn't die, and I'm, <laughs> I know what said about it. Oh, okay, that's I'll understandable. Still, it's still so good though. I recommend. Um, worth it keeps you get yeah. kept me guessing you might you might figure it out you might not if you honestly if you figure it out if you figure out spoilers if you figure out all three yeah good for you yeah yeah we usually do okay I think uh, in Scream 5 Taylor and I figured out both killers before I've, it ended yeah I so. figured out before the movie came out I figured it out it was the boyfriend from the trailer I was like it's him and yeah. then in the movie I was like oh it's her too yeah I knew it was the chick from the hospital scene. From the hospital because I seen she had a bruise on her chest. And Ooh. then like... They see, all I came, didn't see that. They too. all came That's in so and then she like covered it up and I was just like... No, yeah. no one else saw that? <laughs> Which, yeah, and Taylor with uh, the, the boyfriend, uh-huh. she pointed it out when um, Homegirl came up 
freaking Sydney. Yeah. When Sydney walked up and he like fangirled, he like gets all fucking giddy and shit. Yeah. And I didn't notice that. And she's like, did you see that? And I was like, no. And she's like, watch his face. And like, he's amped the whole time she's talking. I'm like, uh-huh. ooh. I was like, you're right. Nice. And then, but the girl I knew just because of like how she was acting towards. Yeah. She's like in love with her. Yeah. It was weird. So I was like, something there. Anyway. But yeah. I'm going to go back six. and go back and watch five again. Yeah. You should, everyone should watch this one. We like watching these, especially like to guess the killer. Yeah. That's always the fun part. So who, who did it? Who did it? I always just love, uh, our favorite saying is like obvious foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, we say that a lot. Yeah, that and like, oh, red herring. Obvious red herring. Obvious red herring. But red, yeah. Red hairy set of balls. No. <laughs> red, hairy set of testicles. <laughs> hairy. Hairy set of testicles. <laughs> That's a great movie too. Anyway, you know what else is a great way to you know what else has, who keep has, going? You know who else has a great hairy set of testicles? <laughs> <laughs> It's Fun Facts with James, baby. And those are free testicles. Hit them up. And now, Fun Facts with James. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Although Courtney Cox, Gal Weathers, and Roger, Roger Jackson, the phone voice for Ghostface, are the only actors to have had roles in all six films, this film marks the first time they actually directly in, interact via telephone. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's oh, that's not wrong. Mm-hmm. But it is the same dude doing the Ghostface voice, right? Yeah. Dude, he's so good. I just, yeah, he has the perfect, he has like the perfect voice for I, that, dude. It's so good. And I just hate it in Scream Six because it's so fucking unsettling. Yeah. I just hate the uh huh, just that little uh huh. Yeah. I just want to know who I'm looking at. Yeah. Oh, dude, I would shit my pants. I would. I'd. I'm going to catch you. Well, I can't stop you. I'm fat. I can't run. Go ahead. I guess I'm You promise? Dead. Again, I, I had a life, I guess. This is, this is how it goes down. Fuck. It's going to be me or you. Guess I'm out, baby. <laughs> uh, Kevin Williamson revealed Kirby would have been back sooner, but the production team just couldn't seem to locate Hayden Panettiere. We were like, where's Kirby? We couldn't find her. Williamson... Williamson, who wrote Scream 4, as well as the 1996 original and its sequel, recalls in an interview with Variety, she doesn't have an agent, she doesn't, she just sort of disappeared. Williamson's, Williamson says that he finally found an opportunity to get her back on board while filming season 2 of his series Tell Me a Story in Tennessee in, two, in 2019. During that spell, Williamson met producers who had worked with Penetier on Nashville. From there, it was all about connecting the dots. I called up my producer in Nashville and said, "Do you know how? Do you know Hayden Penetier by chance? Because I can't, because I can't seem to find her." He's like, "Oh yeah, let me call her," uh, says Williamson, and and then they call back and was like, "All right, found her." <laughs> Although Williamson was happy to discuss the process of nabbing Penetier, he remind he remains tight-lipped on how exactly Kirby will make her return. There's still much speculation about her, about what her participation in this movie is. In this movie, and I love it. Williamson gushes. We still let it. We we should just let it live until the movie. This okay. Was before the movie came out. Okay. Which I like that. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's like we need to get this girl in here. Does somebody know where the fucking finder. Yeah, because like, while doing the fun facts, I found out that she like took a break from acting. From acting for like five years, so everyone like didn't know where the fuck she was. Oh shit. She's just living her life. She's trying to fucking live, dude. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. I mean, I'm sure it. it's not great after working in, like, the Hollywood setting where it's fast-paced. You're there every day, probably doing makeup and shit. Like, Yeah, you're just tired. You get fucking worn out, I'm yeah. sure. Ask Jim Carrey, all right? He took a hiatus for a long time, didn't he? And now he's gone. Forever? He retired. He, he retired know. after Sonic 2. Oof. Which Sonic 2 is his that. last That's movie. Right. Which is okay. I mean, it wasn't his greatest, but it, it was still good. It's funny. I liked it. I love it so much. <laughs> All right. Nev Campbell stated in June two, June 6, 2022, that she would not be reprising her role as Sidney Prescott after sharing, after starring in the five previous entries due to the salary dispute with Paramount. Campbell's statement read, As a woman, I have had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to Scream. I felt the offer that 
was presented to me did not adequate the value I have brought to the franchise. It's been a very difficult decision to move on. To all my Scream fans, I love you. You've always been so incredibly supportive to me. I am forever grateful for to you and what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. After Camel announced that she wouldn't be reprising her role as Sydney, former Scream co-star Matthew Lillard offered his support for her decision. Did Tom Cruise take money for Maverick 5, he asked, insisting that a woman should not be expected to take a smaller paycheck. He noted that Scream 5 was a smash hit and that Campbell should be paid accordingly. Amen. Yeah. I don't see why not, dude. I mean, you got that old blood. You want to reprise it with the fucking old blood at and least then, one last yeah, time? Yeah, and then the people like us our age who like grew up with fucking... Yeah, that's who you want to see. You don't yeah. give a fuck about all these new cats. We came back for fucking Sydney and Dewey. Yeah, amen. He, he got iced. <laughs> oh. He got fucked up. And that was hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> But that's why we came back, dude, for sure. That's that's why we watch these uh, requels, if you will. Mm. I love seeing it because it's like, yeah, bring, bring back the regulars. Or but, the, the OGs. Yeah. But it's yeah, but it still worked, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. Obviously, you had fucking uh, Miss Cox uh, mentioning, like, oh, yeah, she's not coming. Yeah, she's, she went into hiding with her husband. And I'm like, I'm glad at least they mentioned her instead yeah. of, like, saying that she didn't fucking exist this whole time. Yeah. That would have been annoying, honestly, if they just left it out. Yeah. Good job. IndieWire noted that Neb Campbell had spent 26 years acting in the franchise and announced it was an end of an era. David Arquette stated, I'd I'd love for her to be a part of it. A Scream movie without Sydney is kind of unfortunate. But I understand her decision. It's all business in a way. They They have to balance all these elements to fit the budget and produce a film. Jasmine Savoy Brown, Melissa Barrera... As well as former Scream co-stars Emma Roberts, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard, and Jamie Kennedy also expressed their support for Campbell's decision to, for Campbell's decision, decision, and praised their contributions to the series. Well, I'm still waiting for you, Matthew Lillard. Yeah, everyone's. Show the fuck up. Maybe, maybe not. If there's a seven, you better show up. If there's a seven and he's the fucking mastermind. That'd be tight. Give, take all my fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would see that in theaters for show. Yeah. Courtney Cox was the first cast member to sign on to return as Gail Weathers. She states that she did not hesitate to return because she loves playing Gail and jokingly said that she'd even play her for free. Ooh, fuck. Yeah, just give her Gail's cut. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> dude. There you go. The first screen film to be shot outside of the United States. That shooting takes place in Montreal, Canada. Oh. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Somebody dressed as Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls is seen in the subway. Roger L. Jackson, voiced, voices of Ghostface, also is the voice of Mojo Jojo. That's right. You told me that, actually. Yeah. I think you mentioned that in one of your fun facts, which is fucking tight. Of all people and all things. Yeah. Oh, Mojo Jojo. And then you got, <laughs> I'll cut you like a fucking... <laughs> I'll cut you like a fish. <laughs> just like, like damn. Die, just like your mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. dude. That's so rough. Still my favorite. Yeah, if I, I'd be tight to meet him and be like, hey, could you leave my uh, answering machine? Yeah. <laughs> could you do my voiceful for me? That would be tight. Dude, I would get, I would get something signed. And then if you just sure. if you hang up, you'll die just like your mother. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Leave a message. Leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask him to do it. It's tight. As Randy, intercept, as Randy intercepted Gail's intended Ghostface call from Scream 2, this makes the first Scream film where Gail receives a call from Ghostface. Yo, okay, okay. Which is so tight. Yeah, I really like that scene. On the subway, one of the pa- one of the passengers is dressed as Grace from Ready or Not, uh, which was directed by <laughs> Matt by Matt Benatelli Olfen and Tyler Gillett, who who directed this film. That was weird. Samara Weaving also played Grace in that film. Also stars in this movie. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah, she's in the beginning. That's right. Sick. She's the lady who gets fucking iced, right? Yeah, in the alley. Yeah. Okay. In the trailer, Ghostface is seen using a shotgun in costume, ignoring the other killer's unwritten rule of resorting to guns only when they unmask themselves. Ooh. There ain't no rules. No rules this time, baby. No rules, bitch. Date rape Frankie asks Tara if she <laughs> if she is a part of the of the Omega Beta Zeta sorority, which is which I'm sorry, let's start over. I'm sorry everyone. Date rape Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just wanted to go back. I and did. Say I just wanted thing. to say that word again. <laughs> Ask Tara if she's a part of the Omega Beta Seta sorority. This would be the New York chapter of the same sorority, be- same sorority house. Cece, played by Sarah Michelle Gellar, wants in, wants to be in in Scream Two. Ooh, shit. Good nod. Connective dots. I like that. Costume designer Avery Avery Plew has estimated that she made 200 costumes with 140 extras set on set for the subway shoot. About 45 of those extras were or would change clothing after getting off the getting off the re, the recreated train car and the repair in different costumes on the subway platform. It was a 2075 roll where 25% of the costumes were creepy in the beginning and then it just progressively got worse. That's fucking tight. Yeah. Which I I didn't I wish I would have noticed that in the background. I didn't notice anything. I was looking like a lot of like, ooh, there's this, there's that. I didn't see you know, I really wasn't paying attention. But I can go back and watch it. There you go. That's that's fun stuff. Courtney Cox did her own stunts during Gale's showdown with Ghostface. Uh that was the bulk of my time filming, she told Entertainment Weekly. It was very physical. It was my favorite scene that I've ever had that I've ever had in a screen movie because I really got to fight with Ghostface. That's fucking tight. Yeah. I'd fight with Ghostface. I think after her, after her stabbing and quote unquote, maybe she's dead. Like that's what would be like the perfect Sydney comeback. Yeah. Because it's just like fuck. Now I'm in it again. Yeah. I want that's where it'd be cool. To like her show up. Give her the fucking few. Give her ten million. Yeah, it's worth it, dude. Give her the ten million dollar cameo. You just made. From this movie alone, you made, what, 130 mil? 167. Yeah, well, 130, sorry, is your your difference. Oh, which yeah. Which I meant, sorry. So, yeah, you, you gained 130 mil. You, you could spare, mil. yeah, the 10, extra 10 yeah, mil. Stop just being spare. a fucking wiener, dude. Give her that money. It's the best fucking yeah, make Sydney her, ex machina to come back. Fuck, dude. And then ice her at the end. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Win-win for everyone. Come on, uh, there were no props left over from the previous films, not even graphic files from the posters and the and book covers, according to production designer Michelle Laiberte. So everything, so everything for the shrine had to be recreated from scratch. Some from scratch, Laiberte told in- IndieWire. We went through all the films and made a list of all the murderers and the victims, adding adding that everything that everything had to be from the murderers that occurred. In the screen movies and not the stab movies, and that the only stab objects were recreated, were related to Scream Three, which was about the making of the stab movie. Ooh, ooh. So yeah, so there are no, better make it everything up again. That's so which tight. is fucking crazy. I like because there's so much shit in that fucking little theater. There is. I liked all the drawings and shit. And then, yeah, yeah. Even I really liked the fucking. like the bat suit style displays. Oh yeah, you know? and they had all the names on them Dude, and shit. So sick. That was good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, the full name of Sam's love interest is Danny Brackett. This is a reference to Annie Brackett, one of Laurie Strode's friends in the original Halloween. Ooh, shit. That's good. Yeah. Upon finding the TV that killed Stu Mocker, the characters briefly discuss conspiracy theories that he survived his death in the first Scream. Stu was, Stu was originally revealed as alive in Scream 3. Sorry, Stu was originally going to be revealed as alive in Scream 3, acting as the main villain from prison. Oh, shit. But they didn't do it. But now you have a chance if you're going to do another yeah, movie. Yeah, they do seven and they reveal his face and it's all fucking scarred up. Dude. Disfigured. I'm going to be fucking jazzed. If he shows up at all, mm-hmm. just fuck yeah. <laughs> Costume designer Avi Plowis revealed Samara Weaving's dress in the opening scene of the movie as a nod to Tatum... Riley's from the original Scream. Ooh, fuck. Yes. Hella good. Sam's therapist is not, in fact, obligated to report her disturbing feelings to the police, only if she made specific threats or confessed to a crime. When he does make the report, Kirby notes that he said she made threats, which shows that the therapist embellished embellished or straight-up lied about what Sam had said to justify his spineless refusal to actually help her. Banking on Sam's ignorance of the law and avoiding being sued about it. This lie also explains why, despite Ghostface killing the th- killing the therapist and stealing his notes on Sam, doesn't make any of those notes public. The notes would have would have revealed nothing nothing at all new and would have actually made Sam out to be more sympathetic. 
as they would have revealed that the therapist unfairly impugned Sam's reputation. Which, or besides, which, given the killer's plan to frame Sam for the murders, releasing the notes would have made no sense. As in their narrative, Sam would have stolen the notes to protect herself. Since Sam wouldn't release the notes in that scenario, the killers could not do cannot do so without revealing the frame up. Dude, wouldn't that be tight if Sam actually killed her therapist? Yeah. Like, and it just... Oh, well, you guys killed these guys, then who killed this person? Yeah, whoops. Oh, shit. The one thing I didn't like about the beginning, like, when they they killed the copycats. Yeah. And then it's like, we found your ID at the at the scene of the crime. Yeah. And it was like her California ID, and I was just... If, I, if it was me, I was like, we found your ID, and I was like... How stupid would I be to fucking kill somebody and be like, whoops, here's my ID. <laughs> yeah. Here's where my fucking address is. I get that. <laughs> like, can't you see how stupid that is? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd just be... Well, I definitely ha- don't disagree. It happened before and I'd be like, you guys are f- fucking idiots to believe. Y'all are I, fucking stupid. If I stab somebody to death and then fucking place my ID in this blood... <laughs> Like, you're just fucking stabbing someone with your handbag flapping around. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit, my bad. Oh, dang, my my wallet's so full. Whoops. Yeah, oopsie. Oh, dang, here's my schedule for my classes, too. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> Jack Champion was actually a little too young to be in college when he when this movie was filmed, being only 17. Ooh. That's kind of wild. Uh, Laura's young as fuck. <laughs> I know, right? Laura's blind date Reggie's contact info is actually a photo of Samara Weaving's real life, real life husband and their dog. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Sam's driver's license has the address 2419 Sol- Solar Drive, Los Angeles, California, which which was Russ, Russ Craven's address. Ooh. Good touch. I yeah. like that. When Minnie is explaining the rules of the franchise, Annika is wearing a green jacket similar similar looking... Similar looking to the one worn by Randy in Scream 2, foreshadowing she's the next one to die. Ooh, I didn't notice that, but that's cool. Me neither. During the killer's phone call with Gail, the killer makes a quip about the legacy characters are expendable now. A callback to Minnie's earlier speech about the franchise rules. The only people besides the core four who were present during that conversation were Annika, Quinn, and Ethan. Annika was was definitely killed earlier in the movie, and Ethan was with Mindy and Chad at the time, since Quinn... Was apparent since Quinn was apparently killed off screen in a manner similar to Ronan, Roman in the third movie, who revealed, who was revealed later to have faked his death by process of el- elimination. The killer talking to Gil can only be one person. Ooh, if you have that much time to put it together while you're just fucking sitting there. Yeah. I mean, damn, chill. <laughs> uh, the way Sam unmasks herself in front of Detective Bradley after stabbing him. Is nearly identical to the original scream when Sydney unmasks herself after stabbing Billy with the umbrella. Ooh, nice. Yeah. According to the directors, the biggest giveaway that director Bailey was one of the killers is in the police station after the conversation with Kirby in front of the murder board whiteboard. Gilead says, and Dermot or Gilead says, and Dermot turns around to look at her and he's framed against the murder wall. And and as for, and that's for me, I'm sorry. And that for me is the shot. We go, shit. <laughs> He's on the murder wall, guys. He's literally in the line of ghost faces. Ghost faces, says the director. Oh, shit. Which I didn't notice that either. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's him standing in front of the fucking board and it's all the bullshit. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Kirby said, uh, Kirby said that as an FBI agent, she works specifically with ghost faced cases. This means that the ghost face massacre have become so have become such serious business that anyone or any group of killers using ghost face as a mascot are treated as domestic terrorists. Ooh, fuck. Yeah. So sick. Jenna, or- Jenna Ortega revealed that the part where she the part where her character punches Gail was improvised. Ooh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. I like where she's like dodged it and she's like I learned from that already happened before. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> During Minnie's monologue of, of the rules scene, where they're all sitting on the bench, Quinn is sitting on one end of the friend group and Ethan is sitting on the other, foreshadowing how they are the killers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. At the police station, there's a question mark next to Stu Mocker's picture. A long-standing theory that he is alive. We're waiting. I want to see it. <laughs> David, Arquette, David Arquette admits seeing Scream 6 wasn't easy 
admits seeing Scream 6 wasn't easy after his beloved Dewey character was killed off in the fifth installment of the horror franchise. It was hard for me to do it, but I also knew I wanted to see it. He continued, it was it was sad. I had lots of FOMO. Damn. That had to happen. Yep. This is the first film in the franchise that has three killers instead of two or one. Technically, there there are five if you count Jason Carvey and the unseen partner Greg Bachner as killers. This is also the first movie in the franchise uh, to see more than one Ghostface killer in costume in the same shot. This is the f- this is the first to have two killers attacking one victim simultaneously. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I thought in the second one they showed them both on camera with their suits on. I don't remember. It's been a while for me. For two, at least. I'd have to watch it. I'd have to yeah. watch it, but I, I want to say that they might have done something like that, but I, I definitely believe it was like there was more than one person they were going after, so they didn't attack the same person. Uh-huh. But I could have sworn they were in the same shot. Yeah. Maybe not. Ooh, now i got to watch it. <laughs> Attentive viewers will, will suspect Detective Bailey was lying about Kirby being fired from the FBI by the fact that while in New York City, she still had access to a van with phone tracing tech. Ooh. <laughs> it is revealed during the house party that Chad is a member of the Omega Kappa Beta fraternity. This is the same fraternity that Derek, Sydney's boyfriend, belongs to in Scream 2. Derek also gives Sydney his OKB necklace that she would later use as a weapon against Mickey during the climax of the same film. Ooh, shit. That's kind of tight. Yeah. The first screen movie to feature two ghost faces uh, on screen at the same time, doing the killer's signature blade cleaning wipe. The directors knew that the moment was going to land hard with audiences, which is why they had to beg Paramount to leave it out, leave that moment out of the marketing materials. Yeah. They felt it would have ruined the impact. They went to Real Real Blend to discuss spoilers for the film and told the and told the podcast, "This is one of my favorite parts of the movie." And we did ask them to take it, take it out of the trailer because we wanted to save it for the theater, which was really nice. We knew it was going to be the first thing marketing would want to use. And, and then they did. And we were like, can you please take it out of the trailer? Let's save it. Make it special. Yeah. Thank God they did. I know. That would have fucking... That would have ruined it. Yeah, it would have made this movie, instead of 91, it be like a 73. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine if marketing did that, though? Like, you can't do that. Yeah, I'd imagine that'd be, like, the final shot of the trailer. Yeah, that's a heavy fucking hitter. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Yeah. During Mindy's speech about the requel rules, Quinn points out that she and the other Woodsboro survivors could be potential suspects as well. This is not only to drive attention away from herself and Ethan, but also place it on Sam, who they intend to, who they intend to frame for their murders. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, it was a, it was a, it was a surprise for Jack Champion and Liana Libertero that they were they were found out that when they found out that they would both play two ghost faces, according to the producer Chad Villella, one of the one of the best parts of all of that was that they didn't get the third act of the script at all. We had an interview. Uh, he said in an interview with Collider, so they were in their costume fittings, and they. And they tried on their costumes, and then, then we came in and we're like, there's one more thing you should try on. And they both brought out the ghost face robe and mask so they could try it on for the first time. That's how they found out. Fuck. That would be so tight. good. Like, yeah, you got a part. Oh, okay, sick. And then they fucking Oh, yeah, here's this. I'd, fuck. I'd fucking shit. Dude, that'd be I'd so ask them, like, does everyone, do, do they know too? Yeah. That would be good if they didn't know up until they had to film the scene. That would be so sick. Like that end scene. Yeah. Nobody knew shit until then. Yeah. Fuck, that'd be fun. Illustrated images of the previous victims were used instead of photographs for legal reasons. We didn't have the rights to the photos of those actors, production designer Michelle Liberte explained, adding that while it is sta- it started as a problem or a challenge, she thinks, it's more interesting that if we just had photos of the victims on the displays in the end, it's much more emotional. Ooh. I can get that. Yeah. In a nod to Scream 4, Kirby lifts her shirt and show off the stab wound that Charlie gave her back in 2011. In the finale, one of the killers stabs her in the same place, most likely on purpose. Fuck. That's kind of fun. <laughs> and lastly, in the beginning of the third act, Kirby states that the TV in the in the stab shrine is the one that killed Stumacher. Interestingly, Minnie then adds, if you believe he's dead... This is, an, this is an homage to a long-running fan theory that Stu survived his injuries in the film and could make a return. 
food. And that's the one thing that we all want. We want. We want Stu back. We want Stu back. <laughs> Make our boy come back, dude. Dude. He's actually a friend of the podcast. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, shouts out Matthew Lillard. Uh, I love you. Yeah. He's a great guy, you know? He seems like a great guy. He seems, he definitely seems like a great guy. Like, I've seen him at cons and shit. Yeah. Looks like a nice guy. Nice old geezer. Nice old freaking guy. <laughs> Comes back as fucking shaggy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Yes. And thanks for sticking around as always. And uh, if you want, as you should want, and your friends to want, Follow us on Instagram at the underscore right underscore potatoes. And you can follow us on our personals over at xchief underscore beefx. And comic x steve. Later. Later. This has been a right potatoes production.